Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. What is up? Hello, hello, hello. It is Anxiety 301. It's time to close out this anxiety series, but I'm going to be honest, okay? You know that you get honesty from me 100% of the time. I recorded this episode last week, I think it was, and to be honest with you, when it creeped up on release day for episode 301 when it comes to anxiety, I felt like it was just not authentic for me. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. So today, Monday, the 4th of April, I am recording this again on the date that it was intended to be released. And I think that that is for a very specific reason. A very specific reason, um, because I completed my own anxiety cycle today, and I think I needed to get to the end of that one to be able to assist you with yours. So in honor of ending this series, ending my own anxiety cycle, I welcome you officially to Anxiety 301. I want to chat with you today specifically about that feeling that happens after we complete an anxiety cycle, but also how we get there. How the heck do we get there? So a little background on what kind of brought me to this realization. If you know anything about my day job, my line of work, I have been seeking out an opportunity at my day job Um, And let's just say that I have applied for this opportunity four times, four times. Um, The first three times I was blatantly told no, no, I didn't have enough experience. I didn't have what they were looking for. I didn't have the personality, all of those things that, that you go through, right? And this fourth time, I was like, well, third time is certainly not a charm. So the opportunity is here again. And I am a stubborn gal that is very persistent when it comes to her own growth. So I blindly applied again. Okay. And to be honest with you, I fully expected to hear the word no. I had myself mentally prepared. I had all of the reasons of why I still was not qualified. I still was not experienced. I still didn't have the personality or the skills or the work ethic. I had all the reasons. I had all the reasons of why this wouldn't work out or of why I would have to fight like hell to be even considered. And my anxiety thoughts were through the roof. 
To be honest with you, even with this being the fourth time I'm putting myself in this situation, I think my anxiety was almost worse. Because when we talk about thought challenging, when we talk about challenging the anxious thoughts that are telling us what isn't possible and who we are and what we're not, when I have all of that rolling around and it's backed up by three previous experiences that tell me that those thoughts are true, it's really damn hard to get out of that cycle. Really, really hard. We know already that our anxiety thrives on evidence. On evidence. If you listen to our episode on thought challenging specifically, you know that the process of doing this, we want to find all of the evidence that our negative thoughts are true and all of the evidence that disproves our negative thoughts. But when I'm stacking up all of this evidence and experience and all of these situations that I've encountered that prove that I don't have the skills, the experience, whatever it is, it's really damn hard to disprove that. And you get to a point where you are distraught, where you're ready to throw in the towel, when you're ready to say, okay, if I've heard no that many times, that opportunity isn't for me. But I want to tell you about that fourth time. That fourth time, I found myself, yes, stacking up the evidence of why this wouldn't work out. But I also realized that I was stacking up all of the evidence of why this was right for me. Of why I had earned this opportunity. Because in spite of the word no, in spite of not having the experience yet, or the skills yet, or the resources yet, or the maturity yet, that fourth time, I was slowly, one time after the other, stacking up more. To where the fourth time, that was enough to trust that that opportunity was right for me. And my friend, I am so damn proud to say that opportunity number four was the time that it all worked out. It was the time where I finally got that, yes, you're qualified. Yes, you're experienced. Yes, you still have things to learn. But yes, this opportunity is yours. The fourth time, not the third And I want to ask you how many times you've stacked up the evidence one time after another, after a third time, to then say, third time's a charm, the answer is no. And you've stopped. You've stopped and you've decided, okay, that's what they say, right? Third time's a charm, my charm is not it. How many times have you done that? How many times have you decided that for yourself? I imagine because you stacked up the evidence. Honestly, friend, two days ago, I was stacking up that evidence like I was building the damn pyramids. I was. I was ready to turn around. I was ready to retract an application. I was ready to look at other things that I might be better for. My mind was going a mile a damn minute. It was telling me all the things that that followed with the evidence that I had found. But you know how we complete that anxiety cycle? 
You know how we actually do something about it, how we actually make change in the face of it. So we go for number four. There's no third time's a charm. There's maybe a fourth time a maybe, okay? But we're not going to throw it into cliches. Fourth time is, is just as good as the third, and maybe you need to go to the 17th, right? There's nothing saying when your time will be your time. And this applies to anything, absolutely anything. It doesn't matter how many times you've tried something and failed, I fell on my face three times in an interview room, three times when I got a phone call that said, nope, it's not it. It doesn't matter how many times you fall on your damn face. You get back up again. And you try again. And again after that. And again after that. Because you know what? This anxiety cycle is built to stop you. It is built to stop you in your tracks. It is built to keep you comfortable instead of growing. You know that nothing good happens from comfort zones. You know, back in high school, I I found this quote, Lord knows where I found it, but it said, be not afraid of growing slowly. Be only afraid of standing still. You know what a comfort zone does? makes you stand really freaking still. I had to decide that I was not afraid of growing super slowly. Do you think I got any satisfaction out of applying the second time or the third time or even honestly the fourth time to throw my hat back in the rink and say, you know what? I don't know what's going to come from this. I don't know what's going to come from this. I don't know if they're going to tell me no again. But I'm going to throw it back in there. I'm going to jump out of that comfort zone and see what happens. No, that didn't feel good. No, it wasn't easy. No, I didn't think that I was going to grow overnight. I had to be okay with the fact that I was still going to step into an interview, be told no, and yet receive some kind of criticism or feedback to be able to apply for the next one. Yes, I relate all of this to an interview experience, right? Or an application experience, but this applies anywhere. Doesn't matter what your anxieties are. You told me over on my Instagram what you've been worrying about. I know well enough now to know that you're worried about what life looks like at the end of college. You're worried about not being good enough. You're worried about not doing enough. You're worried about feeling out of control. You're worried about the thoughts that pop into your head. I've read your worries. I know them because I've also had them. And I know that the only way, the only way to reverse that cycle of anxiety is to one, challenge your thoughts no matter how much evidence you have to stack up saying, yes, this thought is true, that you continue to challenge your thoughts, that you continue to seek out the evidence that it's bullshit. And that two, you find effective ways of coping 
that allow you to persevere, that allow you to confront your anxiety again, to step out of your comfort zone again. That's how we do it. That's how we step on the other side of that anxiety cycle. We, one, challenge our thoughts, and we, two, find effective ways of coping that allow us to jump out of our comfort zones again. Anxiety is not beat in comfort zones. Anxiety is not challenged in your comfort zone. So we need to find effective ways of coping with that anxiety, managing that anxiety to be able to step out again. And here's the beautiful thing that happens. The absolutely beautiful thing that happens. We get more and more comfortable, more and more confident in our belief that we're able to control our responses to anxiety. I can hear anxious thoughts and I still have an option of how I respond. Before, when I heard my anxiety, I said, oh, hell no. No, but I'm running in the other direction. There's my anxiety to keep me safe. There it is trying to help me out. And now I know that that's not the case. I know that there are parts of my brain that are on overdrive trying to convince me that I'm unsafe when I'm not. When I'm absolutely not. And the more that I challenge those thoughts, the more that I ask myself, okay, Emily, what is the evidence that that's even true? What is the evidence that that's even reasonable? And if you can't find any, there goes my belief in my ability to control my responses. Up and up. The more that I challenge it. Friend, I... You know, (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm going to tell you that this past weekend, when I was in New York City, visiting my aunt, who is also my incredible bridesmaid and my wedding, visiting this place that breeds creativity and openness and opportunity and a lot of smelly subways. (laughs) But when I'm in that kind of an environment, I am so much more able to look at the opportunity that's out there for me and to challenge the ways that I've been talking to myself and believing or disbelieving and my ability to persevere and my ability to challenge anxiety face on. I want to ask you to put yourself in that kind of an environment. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I asked you recently where you can be homesick for in a place that you don't live in. To be honest with you, New York City is mine. Probably always will be. Wherever that is for you, that place that makes you feel the most at home, but also the most confident and freaking resilient Wherever that place is, I wonder if you can go visit it for a little while. (laughs) Go take a little trip. And if you can't, I want you to imagine what it's like to be in that space. What that environment does for you. Because there's something to be said about a place that, that fuels you so fully. That can make you feel so 
confident in your ability to challenge and grow, there's something to be said about that kind of an environment. Because honestly, when you're there, when you are in Colorado, your grandma's old house, when you are in South Carolina, wherever the hell that home away from home is for you, there's something to be said about the limitlessness that you feel in that space. Bring yourself there as often as you can. Remind yourself of the limitless feeling that you have. And also remind yourself that the more that we challenge the bullshit thoughts we have going inside our heads, the more that we increase our belief and our ability to persevere through them. I have so very deeply enjoyed this experience of diving into anxiety with you. And we are just scratching the surface just scratching the surface on all things anxiety and anxiousness and the experience of anxiety and how to combat it. There's so much more (laughs) that we can dive into. But for now, this is Anxiety 301. And this is our anxiety series. (laughs) I love you, my friend. I miss you so much. And I hope that you will see me back here next week for another episode of the Kind Mind Project, which I hope is going to be directed by you. So slide on over to my Instagram page. Let me know what you need to hear next in your ear holes. And until then, I will talk to you soon. I love you. Thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.